Hey guys, and welcome back to the Infinite Adventures podcast. So, previously on Strange Eons, after befriending a adorable rantling, the group managed to gather some information on what's happening in the asylum, or at least who is responsible for it. Now, while they knew that Zandalis was up to something and was what helped cause this weird stuff happening in the asylum, they also learned, thanks to the rattling, that he wasn't alone, but he was being helped by the Tattered Man. And and they learned that the Tattered Man wasn't Zendalus's creation and wasn't the Bryastern Witch creation, but a creation from an old god, an old one, Haster. Well, the group didn't know exactly who Haster was, they kind of had an idea, thanks to Karagor, of his of his power and how he came from the dreamlands or the dream planes however they call it they continue forward through the asylum where they ran into the office of the head doctor or the head administrator lasandro there they saw her corpse laid in the middle of the room but it wasn't a corpse but it was something else a onirogan and when they went in to investigate Dr. Lysandra's body, it rose from its position and attacked them, causing a few of them to go to sleep thanks to its unique little effect it has. But they did manage to finally defeat Dr. Lysandra. After that, they continued to investigate Dr. Lysandra's office to see if they can gather any information of who they are, what's happening in the asylum, what they were up to in the asylum. And that is when our good friend Punch found some information. Information on Zandalis and also Count Laos IV. And how there was a weird relationship that was going on between them. And not in that way. But just how Count Laos found an interest in Zandalis and the things happening to him. There they also learned that a few people were admitted by Count Laos IV. A few people were given to Dr. Lysandro as a incentive to let Count Laos continue to see Zandalis. And the weird thing was is that those people that Count Laos IV brought in were suffering from amnesia. Hmm. Amnesia. Nevertheless, after gathering this information, the group decided to take a nap and like any other day, they started to dream, a shared dream, all three of them, where they encountered a oh-so-familiar friend. But this time, things were different. This time, there was rage. And for the first time, I think our party truly felt fear. But now let's see what they find as they continue forward. So without any further ado, please enjoy episode 12. Okay, guys. I'm good. 
I, I, I chose like the wrong time to hit record on that, but I mean, hey. You can edit it out. I guess I can. Hey guys, welcome back to the Infinite Ventures podcast. Infinite Ventures? Uh, Infinite Ventures. Yeah, is it an Infinite Ventures? No, you said it right. I'm just trying to fuck with you. Oh my god. Okay. So, welcome back to the Infinite Adventures podcast. Um, how's everyone doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Don? I'm still alive. Don't, it sounds like you're on the border of death. <laughs> so, um, y'all have about a week to uh, think about stuff that has happened and how we ended last session. Um, what's on your guys' mind about last session? How are you guys feeling? Still feeling motivated to continue? I tried to do fun things over the weekend and it didn't help. <laughs> does does that help you paint a picture about this? Uh I'm sorry? Is that what you do you need me to apologize to you because of it? Never have I never have I furiously like started making another character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I mean I mean, you will, you may end up needing one pretty soon. I can't, I cannot confirm or deny that someone's life will be lost in this, uh, during this uh, episode. I will spoil it right now. My backup character's name is David, and he likes to kill people a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly, meticulously. He likes to get in their heads and and show them exactly how they're going to die a few times before he actually just does it. He sounds like a great fellow. Maybe someone you can take out to a party or something. (laughs) (laughs) But um, uh, enough of that amazing gentleman you keep describing. So, um, last time we left off, y'all had a uh, peaceful sleep, if I remember correctly. Did we play the same session? Uh, Nothing but roses and butterflies were dreamt. And y'all guys woke up. So, what should I do? Uh, that dream sucked. A lot more calm than yeah sounded. Remember, he's stoic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sucked is definitely a uh, understatement. Uh, I I don't I don't I don't know. It was different, I guess you could say. But um, Nestle, you're you're you're. I would say you're a pretty smart guy. How would you say, how would you describe what just happened just now? Like, the way it was, I don't know, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Terrifying. You know, now that you say that a lot, it occurs to me that it was a really simple word to have said, but. <laughs> uh, the most simplest of words. I will say, though, he seemed rather confused about us being there. Like, usually, he's more... He kind of just goes for it. Like, how he killed you and, um... Like, how he killed you two. He was very straightforward about that, but... He, uh... Didn't react the same way to me. He was very confused about the fact that I was there, I think. Yeah, I don't think he was expecting us. I mean... Do you think that maybe there's something else going on? Like... I don't want to be the guy who assumes this but what if we're being looked after like what if you know i don't want to put i don't want to say that maybe i i want to believe that 
uh, that Siren Ray is protecting me, but I don't know if she would be protecting the two of you. Because I don't know your faiths exactly. I, I have no idea what you believe in, uh, Blue, but Church, whatever demon protects you, I guess, gives a shit enough about you. And baseball. <laughs> <laughs> the Pallid Princess is not a demon. Mm, debatable. Doing a quick Google search to see if Saren Ray likes pa the Pallid Princess or not. <laughs> there were illicit uh, deities. He in, under like the good alignment or something like that? There's a list of deities that, uh, yeah, no, definitely not. Um, there's a list of deities that Saren Ray is like kind of cool with. And I don't think that Ergothoa is one of them. If I anything, Ergothoa is one of the baddest of the bad. I wouldn't say that. I mean, really, she's just someone who escaped from, uh, well, the graveyard that Phrasma kind of guards. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of Ergothor right now, and it looks like somebody decided to resurrect a skeleton and then just stopped. <laughs> 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 it's like, we could resurrect... 100% of her body and make her look decrepit. Or we can resurrect 30% of her body and make that part look 100% like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that picture, I mean, yeah, the way she looks isn't, isn't very, uh, accurate? No, 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 I meant, like, uh, nice to look at for a while. Um... It hits the points of what she represents. She's definitely not a demon. No, no. no demons are totally different. But, um... But, so, yeah. So, uh... I'm sorry, we all like to continue speaking, or we all be moving on? So, what actually happened to you? Well... The man in the dream... Noticed me this time? The little... Like, it was... It was strange. He was... He didn't understand why we kept coming back or how we weren't just staying dead or something. So my running theory on this is that we're... I mean, we already know that a non... That a dream can't kill... Is that is that correct to assume? A dream couldn't kill a non-dream? The thing is, is that from what you've heard, um, especially from the ghoul itself and the rat... The ratling y'all somehow befriended said that if um the tattered man killed you in your dream you typically died there was there hasn't been any he he never gave you any other um like scenario of what happened whenever you dreamed about him uh mostly everything always ended up with if he caught you and killed you you died and you came back as a ghoul. And that's even what the uh, the ghoul from that was chained up said. He said that he wasn't always like this. That it happened after the man in tatters killed him. Okay guys, I know what's going on here. <clears throat> this is some sort of logic game. We have all been told information from different sources that say similar things or the same-ish thing. Something's not lining up. Either all of the information that's been given to us is a lie, and we can't trust anything that anybody tells us, or there's some other thing that we don't have 
that we need to know more about. And I don't know if... I don't know. Uh, I just... Maybe... What if we... Whenever it tries to kill us, we... I wanted to give up. And I felt that whenever it was trying to kill us. And giving up's not working either. But... I don't know anymore, honestly. It, it's it's very difficult to just keep pressing forward with this. In the physical, in the mental, there's no break between any of this. And I don't know this is a toll that we can keep taking on us because... It's just dreadful. It's in incredibly, incredibly dreadful to just keep on chugging through. Well, what do you suggest we do, then? You know, I'm out of suggestions. I honestly don't know. Every... Every time I've come up with a suggestion, it either gets turned down immediately. Not because nobody wants to try it out, but just because I'm very, very wrong about everything that we've encountered. When when something pops up, and I think it's one thing, uh, I thought the curse, the paintings were cursed. But no, it's birds. Or, you know, some, you know, I thought it was like a dead child or something behind, um, behind the curtains. But no, it was a giant eyeball. I don't know what to expect here. And maybe, you know, for someone who considers himself to be uh, uh, a member of the of the dark world or whatever, maybe you would be able to enlighten us more. Or or maybe you, Blue. You know, you you seem to figure out things very quickly when it's convenient for you, but never any time else. <laughs> wow. Shots fired. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Everybody take hit the hit the deck. Oh. Even if I am formerly uh, quite knowledgeable about the things in the dark, I only get little bits of memory of looking at books. I I remember about as much of my past life as you. Whenever, whenever I get any semblance of my past, it's always been feelings. And they've never been feelings that I particularly like. When... When that child asked me earlier if I could help him find his brother, I felt just immense sorrow. Something in me that told me that I had to do something, and it was to stop myself from feeling bad. Any anytime we ever saw anything like that, it's just or, or whenever we saw the uh, the man earlier, who was a worshiper of Saren Ray, and I saw his he was he, he that he was killed. That that easily could have been me, and you know what I. I feel at this point that it should have been because I, I don't want to do this anymore, Karagor. Uh, Church, I really don't. Uh, I'm only doing this because I absolutely have to. Trust me, I'm not exactly happy about what we're kind of stuck doing myself. Yo, Nessel, how do you feel about the situation? Being stuck, almost in this, what feels like a circle, basically, just experience the same thing over and over again running into these like weird things constantly i mean it's it, uh punch and caragor are have spoke what they've felt like what about you well i'm always on edge every corner is something different something i've never seen before but that's mostly because i forgot my memories <laughs> I'll admit, your work with that eyeball we encountered was genius. It was just a lucky guess. Just a guess. 
I heard that. You don't think you're gonna hear? Did you just fucking say investigator under your breath? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I mean, you've said that you remember that you're an investigator, yes? Mm, that's about all I remember. Seems like the kind of class that would be very intelligent. I do whenever I can. Well, if we're all ready, it's time to continue. Before, <sighs> before the, the, the camp starts losing food. If, if I die, I want you to make sure that church doesn't bring me back to life. If I come back again as, as a ghoul or a zombie or spirit, whatever I come back as, I want you to just kill me as soon as you can. Because this isn't... I, I, I only want one life. That's all I want. I can't deal with the torment of this anymore. This place is perverse. It brings things back that shouldn't be coming back. It brings things that shouldn't be here in the first place. We shouldn't be here in the first place. Nor should the Tattered Man, really, if what I've been reading is true. The Tattered Man's a dream, isn't he? From what you know of, he comes from the, the dream plane. Or the plane of dreams. Night, the Dreamlands, as one will call it. Well, I guess we can keep going then. Hopefully, we'll find that kid. Hopefully, because I gotta admit, did not like watching you upset like that. Thanks, Church. I um, if I threaten to kill you or anything, it's I just want you to be sure that it's that it's just the heat of the moment. <sighs> Considering how I've been treated by others so far. I'm pretty sure that I'm used to being threatened of people killing me. Alright. <laughs> well, I guess it's time to press forward then. Everyone thinks I'm a fucking demon. Well, <laughs> you know, it's... <laughs> Stereotypes. You know, you have the horns, you got the whole, like, soul patch goatee combo thing going on. If it quacks like a duck and it walks like a duck, it must be a duck. Uh, I, I tug, punches uh, pants or whatever he's wearing. It, it's a it's a, it's a fucking kilt. <laughs> Don't walk good or him. I uh, I I shamelessly pull, uh, uh, shake his kilt. What? Yes, blue. About what you said. I might not like it, but I'll agree. Thanks. Punch, I respect you enough that I don't have any particular plans to raise you. Okay, thank you. I would, I appreciate that you would respect my, uh, respect my corpse if the situation ever arised. Ken is starting to like both of you. It's weird. Oh great, a hallway. That <laughs> <laughs> in character, outside character. I need to know this. <laughs> you know, what? if he doesn't, then Karagor will. <laughs> I can pretty much each time one of y'all walks in, it's just uh, uh, outside walks in first uh, a hallway. Blue walks in uh, a hallway. Church walks, walks in. in. God damn it, another one. <laughs> Even Skeletonia could speak. I'm pretty sure he would have said the same thing. How does Skeletonia feel about this situation right now? <laughs> I, I can tell you exactly how he feels, he feels the same way that Church does because he's literally controlled by Church's brain. <laughs> Technically, I had a watchdog no matter what, because he doesn't sleep, so he was oh, awake the whole time. Point. <laughs> okay, 
So as you continue forward, the there is a door um, at the lower left. No, wait, that's the right northern side of the room. And if y'all walk into it, y'all walk into basically a really long hallway, which has five doors, uh, two on the up south southern part of the room uh, of this hallway, two on the northern part of it. And then one at the very end of the hall. Everyone give me a perception check really quick. 19, 10, 11. Okay. As you walk in, uh, punch, you uh, hear sounds. Uh, I'll use the sound of something being uh, struck. Like two hard things being uh, hit against each other. And it's coming from... Uh, it is coming from this room down here. Mm. So when you say two hard things uh, striking each other, do you mean like uh, metal, rock? Is it, is, it, is it golems? Is it golems having sex? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out where are you going to go with a sex joke, and I, I guess is you got skeleton? there. Is it skeletons you, trying to have sex? You somehow got there. Um, <laughs> and you hear the sound of a heavy, blunt object hitting another heavy, blunt object. <laughs> Why do I even bother trying to censor myself? Okay. okay, so I uh, walk up to that door, to that room, mm -hmm. I guess. Can I okay. peek in without opening the door? Like, you know, I don't know sound? how you peek in when, when there's a shut door in front of you. Okay, David, I like, I know that we're not in the same room or anything, but like, you just turn the door really slowly. Like, tell me if you hear this. Okay, well, I mean, if you want to do anything sneakily, you always have to roll a stealth check. Uh, while he does that, um,. I'm going to take out my rapier. You gotta rapier out. 13. Let me roll my perception check. Bro. Oh, there is something in there. Thank you for letting me know. Oh. I just said you heard banging from there. It could be ma um, it could be a magical hammer and anvil. We don't know. It's not sentient. It doesn't have to be. What did you roll? Yeah. 13. 13. Okay, you stealthily open that door. Oh, surprisingly enough. Mm-hmm. Must be something fucking inattentive. And as you walk in, you see two golems just going at it. I knew it! <laughs> I knew it! They were just doing, going at it. Oh, God. As you walk into this room, you see that the walls are lined with cabinets and bookshelves, and you see paperwork scattered all across the floor. Um... You right now you're not, you're not sure what kind of paperwork it is, because literally right to the left of you as you enter to as you enter this room, you see a man in yellow robes, and he is trying to bang down the door that he's facing right now, and because he was so busy and so concentrated in trying to do so, he did not hear you open the door. Okay, so the door is open. Yes. And he's currently banging the door with what looks like a crowbar. 
your crowbar. Okay. Is there any way to do like uh, what's the what would be like the equivalent of uh, can I know what the fuck he's doing? Check. Well, like, I've I know told what he's doing. No, 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 I know what he's doing. Like, I have no idea of telling if he's like. I have no way of detecting good or evil. I have. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Me, a brawler. Can I check and see if he's good or evil? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, sadly, unless you had a spell that could detect alignment, I don't think I can answer you. That, I can't answer that question. Okay. Unless you want to ask him, hey, bro, what's no. your alignment? I want. Can I sneak up to him? Um, sure. That's a different self check. Uh, I'll let you roll roll that over. All right. Can I also make a stealth check? Uh, yes. But the five. What's the five for? I was trying to roll up to him. Nice. No, I'll let you roll that over the thirteen you got to. I mean, to his perception. If uh, if blue, if you do want to walk in, you would have to roll another perception. I mean, a uh, stealth check. Um, wait, even though I don't have a point in it, do I still get it? Or... Yeah, I think stealth can be done untrained. It should be able to. Okay, you can you make it into the room nice and quietly. Wait, so do I have to roll a different thing to walk up to the guy, or no? No, I said I'll let you keep the roll you did the oh. first time. Okay, okay. Sorry for the confusion. Okay, now, now that you're literally on his back, what are you, what are you trying to do? Grapple him? <laughs> Okay, wait. Karagor. Yeah. Do you like to do anything while they're doing this? Oh, he just walks in. I mean... He doesn't even do a stealth check. He doesn't even do a stealth check. Give me two stealth checks. Oh, jeez. You know, the more often we do these, the more likely it is we're gonna fail. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He rolled pretty bad on his perception. Oh, wait, that's supposed to be plus six. Plus six. Fourteen? Fourteen. Okay, and give me one for Skeletonio. Oh, Jesus Christ. His bones creak. <laughs> oh, God, don't do that again. <laughs> oh! <Okay. laughs> that was the most silent one here. He, um, he, he freaking back, backflips in there without making a sound. Oh god, I didn't know Jack Skellington was in our group. <laughs> <laughs> if I walk, um, if I go right here, would he still see would he see me? Uh yes. Okay. okay. So here's that. the thing I want to do. I want to surprise round grapple grapple him. Can I do that? Oh, okay. Okay. I I don't know if you can do that. Uh, you know what? Just for the fun of it, see how things turn out. Sure, go for it. Cool, cool, cool. I don't know if you can do a grapple attempt during this, doing a sneak attack, but hey, you gotta have a little bit of fun. There's a first time for everything. And also last time, because David's gonna check between the next session and now. This is the only time this is ever gonna happen in the history of D&D. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your CMD versus my CMD. Go, yes. roll for it. 20 versus whatever your CMD is. Oh, okay. You... As he's he's banging the door, and he's pretty mad, he goes, Just break! Go! Ready! And then you, as soon as he swings back, you grab him by under his arm, and then 
put your arm under his other arm, and he is grappled. And our bodies become one. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Church. everyone roll for initiative. Oh, yeah, right. 17. 4 and 11. <laughs> okay. Me and... And Blue, what was yours? I was also 11. 11. Okay, so... Who's a six? That's uh, Skeletonia, right? The plus six, yeah, that's Skeletonia. Okay, so Skeletonia will go bef no, before Blue. So Blue, you'll go. I guess you're gonna go last. Um, actually, I'll be the one going oh, no, 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 last. Yeah, Church will go last. What about uh, Yellow Man? <clears throat> he he made his run. Oh, hey, as a free action. What are you doing here? I want to interrogate him a little before we start beating the shit out of him. Usually that comes second. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the guy turns and goes, uh, he goes, let, let go of me! And he tries to break the grapple. He's gonna, he's gonna do a escape artist check. Ooh, against my CMD or, oh. No, yeah. <laughs> that I don't like the sound of that. I'm listening okay. very close. I don't know if this is going to go through. I don't know what your CM D is. Uh, 14? No, absolutely That's not. not. Okay. I'm, so, I'm really good at grabbing people. You still have them in your hands. And he's just saying, let, let go of me! Let go of me! I let you go if you tell me what's in there. I ain't telling you shit! Oh, okay, cool. Blue church! Is it my turn for next? It is Punch's turn. Okay, cool. Uh, I want to try to kick him. Can I kick him? Yeah, first try to see if you can maintain the grapple. Alright, maintain the grapple. Yeah, so roll your CMD. I think, you get, I think you actually get a plus four to maintain the grapple. Why would I get plus four? I'm not, I'm not like, complaining. I just want to know why. Because uh, you already have him grappled. <clears throat> oh, okay. So you get a bonus, I think, to maintain it. Alright. I so. could be wrong. But if I am, fight. 21. Uh, you maintain the grapple. Okay. And then I, uh, I knee him. Okay. Go ahead and give me an attack roll, I guess. 23. Okay. Go for it. Damage. Oh, I was getting a little too cocky there. I wasn't about to do uh, 1d20 damage. <laughs> that would have been a little too much. Wait, I did a d20. Okay. God, was... can you not roll a d20? <laughs> 10 damage. Uh, you try to knee him in like the back of his thigh, I guess. Mm. But your knee slips and hits him right in the groin. Oh, no. He is... He is not happy right now. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, my kids... <laughs> it is uh, <laughs> Skeletonio's turn. Well, you can probably guess what he's about to do. He's going to dance a jig. Rattle his nope, he's going to move to right here. Okay. And fire. Okay, you do take a minus four because he is grappled with range attacks. And he's also got like behind... Wait... Okay, no, not... he has a clear light of shot. It's just that he's currently being grappled. Does a 12 hit? 
Uh, no. Do I get shot? <laughs> no, but the arrow literally passes right through, right, right uh, by your ear. And oh, you, can, you can hear the wind being cut by the arrow tip as it flies by your ear. Like, I thought you were going to say the, air, the, 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 the area between my thigh and his thigh is just like very minutely there. Just like pat, dashes right through. Church is just, no, not the crossbow, your claws. It, it cuts one of your gray hairs that was sticking out. Uh, so, I am bald, so that's very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did not know you were bald. I forgot. <laughs> All I know is that it's police turn. I have a question. Yes. I, I, it has nothing related to do with uh, with combat right now, but the question is, since I'm three foot tall, right? And Karagor is like, I don't know how many feet. How many feet are you? I'm five foot eight. Never mind. I was just wondering if I could actually, like, walk underneath their legs. <laughs> I don't think they're that big. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I will walk over here. And with my rapier, I'd be like, uh, as my free action, I say, Speak! <laughs> and he says, <clears throat> If your friend lets me go, I'll speak. How do you know? How do we know? You won't just run away. Well, we'll know when we do when we get there, won't we? You're not really making a convincing argument. <laughs> I'm doing a sense motive. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, I can. Sense I will motive? do one too. Why not? Can you do sense motive on train? Yeah. Fifteen. Five. Uh. Fifteen. Uh, Bloop, you know he's talking shit. He's talking shit, so... Yeah. So he's just... So yeah, no. It's all just shit. I uh, hit him in the groin a couple... Uh, really hard. I think if I let him go, he might be telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Punch, you 100% believe that he's gonna f keep his word. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I guess I will say... Likely story. And then I will hit him. Or I will stab him in the arm. Yeah, that is a hit. I need a ro No, that's a crit. I need to reroll to confirm crit. No, no, you that's on the normal dice, not on your monitor. Oh, oh, wait. Well, sorry. Yeah, you got a, nine, I, I, you got I, I, a 15 sorry, yeah. on the die. Yeah. I was about to say, what kind of fucking weapon do you have that lets you crit on a 15? Uh, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> My first turn, I, I keen. And the second turn, I keen. And the third turn, <laughs> keen does that stack? Once. No. <laughs> oh, no. Keen doesn't oh, stack. Things. Keen would make his weapon crit on the 15. It doubles the crit range. Oh. Seven. Seven? Take seven damage. He turns to look at you and go, Hey, dumbass, I already got my shot. <laughs> mm. Wait. Don't we really get a bonus to, uh, what do you call it? Because now we're flanking him. Uh, well, technically, he's not being flanked. He's being grappled. Oh, you yeah. You don't get any bonuses to grapple. You don't oh, take yeah. minuses if you do ranged attacks. So it is Church's turn. Ah. No sights. <laughs> Going here, can I touch him? Um, where do you want to touch him? <laughs> I he just need to touch him. <laughs> Show me here on the doll where you want to touch him. <laughs> uh, yes, you can. 
Cool, cool. Because I've got a perfect spell for getting this guy to tell us the truth. Okay, go for it. I'm letting it pull up real quick so I get a full description of it. If you get a natural one on the <laughs> touch attack roll, is it a touch attack or is it just effect? I'm currently pulling it up. It's a spell. Okay. Okay. It's so like if it's a touch spell. attack and you roll and you roll a natural one, uh, I'm gonna say that he moved his head and now you touch punch. I just want to set more seed. Are you doing zone of truth? No, I'm doing touch of truth telling. This. Oh, it's a touch spell. Yeah. So any uh, whoever you touch basically has to tell the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. I plead the fifth. But that's the thing here, right? Uh, that's the thing here in, in Galarian, right? I plead the fifth. I don't think you guys can handle the truth. Well, I missed anyway. That's a five. That is def definitely a, a mess. So now it is the yellow robed man's turn. And he's gonna try to break out of the grapple. Good luck with that. I'm pretty good at this. Okay, then. Well, a 20... 20... I'll stop you right there. Yes. He breaks free. 20 whatever. <laughs> I think it's a 23. No, he, he definitely breaks out. So he breaks out. Oh, cool. And uh, he can't move because you guys are surrounding him. I love how we're technically not flanking him, but, you know, we are technically flanking him. And, uh, I mean, flanking him is in all directions. He tries to dig through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the carver wasn't um, helping him much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Which wall? He do anything else. Um, come on, you're the DM. Just let him blink or make a throw uh, or throw a hole at the wall. Uh, he, Was he an uh, illusion this whole time? <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he's actually a dragon, and uh, gosh, damn it! Uh, that's all he can do. It's a standard action to break out of the grapple. So it is, uh, it is Punch's turn again. Oh, cool. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Watch him uh, grapple him again. <laughs> I want to kick him against the wall. 15? That is, uh, exact. Oh, hell yeah. But so he's, a, he, he's just robed. He shouldn't have much armor. Oh, yeah, and the damage. He's, hell like, really yeah. dirty. So most of, like, the mud and dirt has, like, really hardened on his skin. So, he's pretty armored up. Nine damage. And he is down. Hell yeah. I hope you guys are happy. Whew. Crisis averted. Crisis? You don't even know what he was doing. Y'all just, for all I know, y'all killed an innocent man. He has a crowbar, right? Yeah. He doesn't have a crowbar anymore. crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> What? Can I have the crowbar? <laughs> he has a oh, crowbar and a sap. And a what? A sap. Oh, Just is a... that one of those pointy yeah, weapons? Like baton, I think. Oh, hold on. Baton. Actually. Yeah. It deal. It, it's used to deal non-lethal damage. Well, I can already do that on my own. Thank you very much. Okay. Other than that, yeah, you. Unless you, unless y'all do anything else to him, he is dying. Hey, I have a question because uh, I don't want to take the time to look up crowbar on the Pathfinder website. Does a crowbar like actually do anything, or is it just flavor? Because like I already have strength, so like, does it add strength to like trying to open stuff up? Um, 
they tell you the truth? I'm not 100 percent sure. I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't look. I didn't look it up on that. Right, he was, on, he was just using it to bang the door. Yeah, he's using it incorrectly, but, you know. <laughs> he, I guess oh, it was. it does! <gasps> it does! Okay. I looked it up. It, a crowbar gives you plus two uh, strength uh, bonus to opening doors and chests. Ooh. So, yeah. Yeah, if you're just let him die on, then, um, again, as you look in this room, there really isn't, there really isn't anything else... Uh, that looks super important. There is a lot of paperwork in here, and not a hundred unless you actually want to look through the paperwork to see what it is. Uh, then I'll tell you. But other than that, that'll be me. Okay, so you do want to look through the paperwork? Yes. Hey, here's a quick question. Does anyone have rope? I believe the adventure. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we should have rope by default, shouldn't we? Unless I'm going to use this. You know, I kind of feel bad for him. He kind of died from, like, a stab on his arm, and then, like, and then two kicks Ooh. to the groin. <laughs> it was one one kick to the groin, one kick to the chest, well, and he one is, stab in the arm. He is currently dying. I mean, I mean, oh. he's under zero. Oh, I mean, he's currently under zero, yeah. He's not under his con. Each time oh. you kill a character, they go down at zero, so... I He's mean, currently dying. I, I kind of want Karagor to save him, but I don't want him to... Because I don't want him to die, but... Karagor's just... <sighs> Stabilize. <laughs> Level 0 spell. Uh, okay, so he's no longer dying. Okay. There, he's not dying. Try to find a way to tie him up. Okay. Could we assume we have rope? I've got twine. Uh, I, uh, I I have a uh, I have opium. Okay, so you were saying something about twine. <laughs> yes, I have twine. All right, twine will do. I guess. I have two spools of it. Is that a dexterity check? I believe it's a use rope. Uh, that is three point five and not pathfinder. Right, use rope isn't here anymore. Yeah, because there's like use rope sounds like just something so super specific. <laughs> Hey, it covers it so... everything that you can do with used rope. <laughs> Would it be dungeoneering? Knowledge dungeoneering? No, that's intelligence. For what? For if you're just trying to tie him up, he's down. He's oh. not going to be struggling whatsoever. Hey, you know, if this was 5e, it would just be a straight dex check. <laughs> if he was up and still, you know, fighting, then yes, you do a combat maneuver check. But All right, I'll just yeah, he's tie down. the rope around him. Where... His, his arms to his body, mm-hmm. and his legs to his back. Wait, <laughs> 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 <Okay. laughs> what? I, I, that's a weird folding <laughs> position you just put him in, but okay. John, I don't I want him getting away. I basically used up all of Karagor's uh, uh, twine. I just... <laughs> Asad is not very... Um, he hasn't figured out tying people up. <laughs> okay, so what do I do next? Uh, we wait until he wakes up, and then we're going to interrogate him. Fine will be until eight hours. Okay, I slap him in the face and get him to wake up. He's at zero HP. No, I not slap zero. Him. He has. He is currently at negative. One, two. Three. How much damage did you deal to him? Nine. We have a. We have. We have a. Sap. You dealt like seventeen damage total, I think. No, the last hit you did nine. was nine. 
So right now he's at a negative seven. But he's stabilized, right? So yeah, so he won't. He's not going to be losing any more hit points. Um, if I do non-lethal damage, it would that hurt him? He's not getting up unless I heal him. I'm not gonna fucking heal him. Can I just like give him a drop of my blood and just take one HP and give? It I to don't him? think that's how. That's not how it works. You just assume he's not a vampire, guys. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think I can do something. All right. Okay. I will use my smelling salts on him, I guess. Ooh, smart that, boy. That's exactly again, what they do. will not work. What? Smelling He is unconscious. He has... You cannot wake someone up from negative. Smelling salts have one function and it is literally this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, it says that smelling salts got into a new saving throw to resist any spell or effect that has rendered you unconscious or staggered. If exposed to this smelling salts while dying, you immediately become conscious and staggered. But you must make stabilized checks each round. Okay, so it actually says that if he's dying, he wakes up. <clears throat> yes. Conscious and staggered. For how many turns? Uh, let's see. Or I guess until they, he dies, right? If you perform any standard action or extraneous point... Well, he has to make a stabilizing check. And then he's already stabilized. Yeah, so he's already stabilized. But if he actually does a standard action, he has a he takes a point of damage after completing the act, and he falls unconscious. Okay, so if you use smelling salt, okay, you use it. He wakes up. He tries to break out, and then he falls unconscious again. Wait, hold on. Yes. Smelling salt grants you reducing throw to exposed to smelling salt you have to make a stabilization uh, stabilization check every round after you become conscious. If you perform any oh, because I really think they just want you to use the smelling salts to wake up if you're under the effects of certain spells. I don't think it's meant to wake up an unconscious person that is dying. How much smelling salts do you have? That was the one vial. <laughs> I was about to say, we can just shove it down his goddamn throat and just use it all on him. I, I don't know if you're understanding how negative hit points work. Do I lose the smelling salts or no? If that's what you're going to use it for, then yes, you do. Mm, fine. Again, if you want to get him up, you have to heal him. You cannot wake up a person that's under neg that's under zero. I love how we keep on, like, we spend like 10 minutes trying to, like, do that. But I don't want to waste one of Karagor's heals on this dickhead. Yeah. You either gonna do that or wait eight hours for him to fully heal. Uh we can just drag him around or wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Hey, church, here's another meat shield for you. It'll last another eight hours. <laughs> Skeletonio, carry the meat. He starts eating it. I said carry <laughs> picks up a leg and just drags mm. it around. That's better. Are you letting us do this? Because if you are, thank you so much. <laughs> it's just really... Oh my god, okay. So, what what were y'all doing? Okay, so what was actually in the room again? Um, There's paperwork littering the whole room. There's file cabinets filled with paperwork. And then there's that door he was trying to get into. No, Church is trying to figure out the paperwork. <laughs> I will help Church with the paperwork. Okay, as you look through the paperwork... You notice that this is very specific paperwork. You've walked into the records room. 
This holds information for every patient who is currently or used to be a patient here. And if you spend 10 minutes or a little bit longer going through all your paperwork, all the paperwork, um, Karagor and Nesso, you find something interesting. Excellent. Um, as as you as you're looking through the paperwork, it seems like everything is pretty much similar. In in what you see is like, oh, you know, this person was submitted. You know who he is, what he is, human, and was admitted because of this. Uh, this was affecting him. As you're looking through, you see something weird, something that's that that breaks the flow, and it's a sheet that has a name on it, and the first name is Nestle. On the sheet under that says he was admitted because he was suffering amnesia. And has fallen into a veg- vegetated state. And it describes how he looks like. He's three feet blue. And they have a... His race gnome? Question mark? <laughs> I kind of look from the paper to him. To the paper. <laughs> and you... Has his hometown. Uh, it has... It, name of the town he resides from. And it's... Uh, I forgot the name. Andoran or something like that. And he said, uh, under that, uh, big bold letters, it says, uh, admission by Count Laos IV. And then Nessel, when you're looking through the paperwork, you see a paperwork with the name Karagor on there. And it has his height, six, uh, five, five, eight, whatever, five, eight, uh, purple tone, horned, uh, tiefling. Uh, I forgot the name of the city you're from. Uh, Corentin. Uh, uh, and yeah. uh, by the way, it's uh, six foot with the horns. <laughs> uh, okay, on, under there's parentheses, six foot plus horns. <laughs> and uh, it goes, reason for admission. A patient suffers from amnesia and is in a vegetated state. Under that, it says, who admitted him? It was Count Laos IV. And as you keep looking, as you find those two sheets, you know someone else's sheet is in here. And you start rummaging through the paperwork trying to find something that describes... Skeletonio. Your friend. <laughs> 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 something that describes your friend Punch. And Karagor, you think you found it. And it it's describing... A gentleman, bald. Uh, I don't know if I can brownish skin. I don't know actually. Kelishite. They're called yeah, Kelishite, Kelishite I guess. Uh, and it says uh, Assad. And he go under it. You see the same information. Reason of admission: uh, amnesia, and has fallen into a vegetated state. And then you see who was the person that admitted him. Count Laos the fourth, and on each one of your papers, it has the exact same date that y'all were admitted, and you were admitted under one doctor, and all three of y'all were this were admitted to the same doctor, which was Doctor Lysandra. As, and I'm pretty sure y'all share this information with each other. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Hey Blue, this kind of seems to describe you. Yeah, 
This one seems to describe. And as each one of y'all reach over for your paper and you read these descriptions of you, you finally know what your name is and where you lived. Um, Most of y'all where it says um, kin or, you know, other relationship, they're blank, they don't know. But, uh, Karagor, as as soon as you pick up your paper and you start reading this, um you get a sense of relief you finally have a piece of your life given back to you your name and then you enter like some kind of weird trance you are you get a weird little flashback and it's you as a kid and you're walking down a street and you have other little kids around you following you home and you're walk and you're walking like the big man. It's like, yeah, I know they're following me. Yeah, continue following me. And you have a sense that of pride, in a sense, like you're looked up to, and and you're enjoying it. It goes a little bit forward in time, and you're in your house. You're about twenty, maybe a little bit older, mid twenties, and you're giving dinner to. A lady, someone that when you see you feel some kind of close closeness to, but you don't feel like you're getting that same uh, feeling back from her. When she looks at you, you feel a little bit of distaste in her look. And then you flash back a little bit more and you're out in the streets of your town and you're you have a table in front of you with cards and there's this random ass Joe in front of you and he's picking a card and you flip it over and he you see that he's all mad and everything but you're laughing and as you do you turn around and under your under your other hand there's another card so you just duped a man and you took his money and he didn't even notice and then it flashes back another time and now there's this same lady that you saw again. And now she's laying dead on a altar. And when you have that memory, you feel so sad. And you don't know why. But this you you feel like this was a, a special person to you. Someone very close. And then there's another flash. And now you are walking into this temple. And this temple is one dark. And it has imagery that depicts some gory stuff. And you see men in robes. And weird robes. They have their robes on the upper half are pristine. They're the nicest robe you've probably ever seen ever. In your whole life but as you keep trailing down it starts looking like shred so they're shredding down almost like if they were mimicking contestants all the way to the bottom and you know where you're at you're at a temple of Urgothoa and you're taking your vows because you have ascended into a high-ranking member the temple in that uh, in that temple 
and then you snap back to the the room. Uh, Nestle, you get a little bit of flashbacks of your past life, and you recall being a little kid and being picked on because you're blue, where everyone else used to be either black or gray, and at first you thought it was fun here and there, but then other, then more than just your friends started picking on you, and you had just strange people yeah, in your underground little city who would make fun of you, and growing up, becoming a older kid, uh, your neighbors started making fun of you, picking you, picking on you, and you found at least some comfort at home. At home, you found the most safety, I guess you can say, because everyone at home loved you. You were, they overtreated you in a sense. They overprotected you, even though sometimes your family would get picked on. They still cared for you, but you flash you flash forward into a moment where you had enough of it, and when you have that memory of a, a someone spitting in your father's face because they gave birth to a blue person that's when you felt like i can't let them suffer anymore because of me and you leave on your way to a random town you flash forward and there's a man that shows up right behind you you're walking down a road to the city that will become your home and there's a man that finds you and tries to help you out and he basically takes you in and then there's another flash forward and now you're in this school what it looks like with other people and that same person that picked you up is now teaching you things teaching you the stuff that you've been using in the asylum your investigation skills and you start having so much happy thoughts about, or at least happy memories start flowing back to you of this man that took you in under his wing. And then you flash back into the room. And then Assad. You don't have flashbacks of being a kid. You have flashbacks of, I guess what you think is maybe a few years back. And you are in a bar with a, what looks like, um, maybe soldiers, guards, and y'all guys are just having fun, drinking it up and everything. And you can't really hear what's happening, but you know that you're feeling, at, at, at a certain point during this, you know, fun little, uh, get, get out, um, you know that you had a little bit too much to drink, maybe, but you you turn around reacting to something that a guard said, and everyone starts laughing, but not you. And then he says some he says it again, and everyone starts laughing more, but you're not laughing. Uh, you actually get up, and you deck the guy right in the face, and all the other people around you, the other guards or soldiers, whatever they are, they they get up and start they jump. They jump in the little um, fray right there, and they try to pin you down to the floor. Uh, then you flash, flash forward, and you're in what you think is your house. 
and there's a lady standing there, the most beautifulest lady you've ever seen. When you when you see her in your memories again, you are overcome with so much happiness, and she's crying, and it seems like she's been crying for a while, and you are filled with anger. When you're recalling this memory, you are mad, and you can't hear exactly what's happening, but you currently right now feel like you're arguing with this person, and you are somehow confused. How can I be arguing with such a beautiful woman? And she walks up to you, and she shoves you, and you see her point to the door, and you feel yourself getting more angry and more angry, to the point where you raise your hand, and you hear something behind you as you raise your hand, and you turn around, and you see a little boy, and he's crying. And then you flash forward, and now you're walking, you see yourself walking up a mountain, and you see a temple at the very top and right in front of the temple is the is a statue of the of the god you worship uh Seren Ray. and at the uh entrance of the gate you see two men greet you uh basically kind of looks exactly like you do ball-headed uh Kelshite I think you said that was your race mm-hmm. um they greet you and they bring you in and uh, you know that when you have this memory come back to you you have the feeling of relief I guess like the weight has finally been lifted off of you and then you basically flash back into this room so basically you have slowly regained part of your memories but not enough you still don't know why you're here how you ended up here or why under you know caretaker basically is count louse there from our um memories themselves um clearly these are things that we've written in our backstories um and so um us the players know exactly who these people that we've been seeing are do our characters remember their names or just their faces in the feelings and events? that? Uh, you remember the feelings. Everything you experience emotionally during that all that process, that all comes back to you at once. All those emotions start flushing, uh, flowing back into you. I don't know if some of y'all can handle some of those emotions because not all of those were pleasant. Most of y'all did have moments of joy in there but uh some of the stuff y'all saw that were very traumatic and really hard um they were hard so uh however you think your character would have felt at that time that is what you've currently feeling and again you're feeling it for through multiple different memories now there are some fewer memories you might have gone in you might have also seen through there like lesser important events but you kind of understand where you came from now you might not be able to put names to certain people but um 
maybe you can slowly get there. At least you feel that maybe if I try to recall those memories back, I can slowly piece those back together. Did everybody else feel anything when well, we got our names? Karagor is now giggling. Oh, God. I can say for a fact that Asad at this point is just like, you know that thing that people do when they cry, but they're also kind of like smiling? You know what I mean? Like, like, like David said, like, relief. I think that's what Asad is going through right now. He's just got a lot of mixed emotions going on right yeah, now. Karagor is kind of giggling, but at the same time, he's crying. I think Nestle's oh. just stoic. <laughs> well, I... Karakor, is it? <laughs> Asad! It seems... I, I know, right? Nestle? <laughs> oh. Not what, uh, what I was expecting from you guys, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's like they never accidentally caught each other that. Yeah, I know, right? It's so I'm so <laughs> glad it's like a weight has been lifted from me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's change our names. Um, I think that was oh, oh, hell yeah. Unless... It's time to change my name and fucking roll 20 now. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think Blue will want to have his name be Blue anymore after getting some of those memories back. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? right? right. That's in settings. Hey, look at the bright side. Let's call him Ness now. <laughs> <laughs> So I love how uh, blue your backstory is. Essentially, you were Watson, and Sherlock Holmes helped you out, and now you're super Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Are you calling my boy Watson? A... <laughs> no, I'm saying that it's like uh, wa orphan. like Watson's natural progression. Like if he decided to become somebody and not just write shit down and then die. <laughs> I think. Uh, what do you call it? I don't think. Like, Blue would be, like, uh, kind of... No, he wouldn't be mad with them if they kept calling him Blue, to be honest. Like, because he, he has the association that uh, that Blue is bad. Or, well, I mean, being called Blue is bad, but the, not the connotation, you know? The texture behind it. Um, I'm assuming, do we share each other's stories to each other? I feel like that would just help a lot immensely. Yeah, just kind of, uh, either you want to go first... I, I just say, I say we just say it. Like, I, I said what I saw. It just makes things so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's 100% understandable. And so y'all share your stories. I don't know if any of that helps build your relationship in any way or anything like that. But at least y'all know a little bit more about yourselves. And, and each other. And everyone else knows a little bit of, yeah, of each other. I can say that... Uh, from what this, from what I've seen, because I, I only saw the entrance to the monastery, um, I can only imagine if I was that dickish to what I would assume were my friends back at the uh, back at the bar. That uh, I would say that I would kind of look at these two and I'm like, wow, I <laughs> I can't believe I was so nice to you guys in hindsight. Now that I think about it, <laughs> so yeah, just yeah, I just had some wonderful little flashbacks and um have uh i guess had a little uh, a camp story uh, story time by the campfire kind of uh situation right now but i wouldn't recommend lighting a fire in this room it's littered with paper it would be like super dangerous are you kidding me that's like the best time to start a fire when everything is flammable <laughs> but uh but yeah, that's, I, 
all that happens is just a few minutes. So, well, I don't know how long it takes to tell <laughs> stories. But, uh, yeah. What can we like to do next? I know this. we already did investigating stuff. But can we see if Winter's in here? Or any of the people that we know? Um, if you look through it, you do see a few names on here. Again, these are just for patients. So, you see, um, the name Breton. The little kid. Mm. He was patient here. Um... I don't think you've asked anyone else's name. Ren. He's a nurse, Ren. though. He is a nurse, not a patient. So his records will not be in here. All right. Can I look for... Uh... Irvel Zendalis? Uh... You do not find anything. And I will also look for Iza Weeds. Ooh. I Ooh. About Iza. She's already murdered everyone by now. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> she didn't murder them. She poisoned them. You, um, you don't find anything. Oh. Wait, hold the phone. Um, does Blue, uh, uh, give that information to everyone else? I don't know. Maybe he wants to hold it out for himself. You know, I couldn't find two people that I was thinking about in here. Your mother and your father? Well, they obviously wouldn't be in here, so, so, let's just ignore that. (laughs) Uh, Irvo's and Dallas... There's a patient here, and I don't see him. No, well, they might be protecting his identity, you know, working with him, probably. And the other person is... is a weeds. Don't see her following here, either. She's lived here her whole life, right? Yeah, that's a little suspicious, don't you think? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> well, I can't say that I haven't been happy being lied to. Or, uh, you know what I mean. Um... But, I mean, I guess we kind of expect it. I feel like I want to check up on them, but at the same time, we're, we're kind of stretched out for time. I know. We need to hurry up and get to the kitchen so that we can get back to them. Alright, so... I will say... Oh, sorry? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I will say, after getting some of that back, I feel a little bit better about what I said earlier about giving up. Because, uh, kind of... It, it was kind of hard to kind of string those thoughts together, but I think I feel like I gave up at some point in my life. But, you know, others remind me that it's not something to just give up. It's something to keep striving forward because others do rely on me. And I know I said something very similar earlier, but it's true. There are others that rely on me and I can't give up on them because I'm what they've got right now. And you two are what they've got right now, so... Well, not the people in my life, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I gotta say, this is probably the first time since I was, like, a kid that I actually considered some people friends. It's weird. <laughs> okay, as he says that, I pull pull on his pants. On church? What's up? You consider me a friend? And he gets really happy. I don't see why not. Okay, okay, okay. I look at Karagor and I go, Yes, a very nice friend indeed. And I very quickly pull up the crowbar and I jam it into the door. Oh, goddammit, I rolled a 12. Your crowbar breaks. What? Is it really? On a 12? Really? I don't want you to have a crowbar. 
George has a Caragor has a crowbar. I can just borrow his. You can have your. You had to just not open the door. <laughs> I rolled a twelve. I mean, I know I did bad. Can I assist on the with with that or no? Guys, okay. guys, guys, hang on, hang on. Got an idea. I knock on the door. Oh. <laughs> you hear nothing back. <laughs> Wait, do you, does he even hear the knock? Nothing happens. How about we throw Skeletonio at the door? <laughs> How about we take... Wait, wait. Oh, sorry. How about... Now, this might seem a little, a little far-fetched, but... What if we took all the papers out of, the, out of here and we burned the door down? In that case, it'd be better for us to pile up the paper by the door. How much space is underneath the door, would you say? Uh... Three millimeters. Three, God damn it! Well, that's my plan of feeding one part of Skeletonia at a time underneath the door. <laughs> hey, real quick, uh, are the hinges on this side? Mm, no. Wait. So that means that we can burst the the door down then. Man, if only someone had found key. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Hmm. Hey, Blue, Wait, didn't you uh, pick that lock to the room we found those scrolls in? He takes, uh, Nestle will take out his handy dandy ring of keys and use it on the door. <laughs> After giving a few keys a few tries, you find the right key and you unlock the door. And, and then he, he kind of just, just, just backs off from the door and then he's just like, <laughs> I, I remembered about that, you know, <laughs> thanks. Okay. We're remembering a lot of things today, guys. <laughs> okay. As you walk in, can I please have everyone give me a perception check? Uh, add three to that. I rolled an 18. Okay. As you walk into this room, you find that this is another section of the record room, which contains other uh, information in here. Do y'all wish to go look through it? I'm already in the room. At least try to find Izza in here. Um, you don't find anything with Izza, but a lot of the paperwork's in here. Uh, describe a lot of dreams that patients were having in this, in the facility, and they're not pleasant. And uh, you see, some of the dreams somewhat resembles a few of the dreams you've had, but there's some different ones in here and. They're just depicting, uh, are they describing the weird stuff that has been trans? The, the, the weird stuff that has been happening towards the, I guess, later days. You know, between the time that you guys would have showed up to this asylum. Uh, Punch, uh, what you see is right in front of you is a painting, but you notice something weird about the painting. It's not sitting properly. It's like, it looks like it's kind of hanging off the wall. Almost like it's, you know, not even sitting on the wall. What do you want to do? Against my better judgment, I'm going to go over there and check it out. Okay. And you see that it's actually, if you move it, you see that there's a panel behind it. Is that where the S is? Yeah. <laughs> I can see you have no control over this because it looks like it is part of the map. It is. Okay. 
Um, yes. <laughs> and <laughs> basically, there's a panel behind there. Uh, what do you do? Uh, there's a panel behind it. Can I mm-hmm. fit in it? it? It's a panel. It's closed. Oh. I use the crowbar on the panel to pry it open. I don't hear you stopping me. You know, we could just look for a switch. Or I can try to use the crowbar on the panel and roll an 18. As you do, the door to the panel smacks you in the face. Because it was not locked. All you had to do was just open it. (laughs) (laughs) I just assumed. Karagor kind of giggles at this. And as you do, you reveal basically a hollow out section of the wall. You in here you see some paperwork and what looks like more uh you know patient records. I'm guessing you're gonna wanna go through them? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Well, I mean technically Hunch is gonna look through them. I hand them out to everyone so everybody gets things. I give it a Well there's only more one to... in here that really oh. grabs your eye. I mean, one of them is the, the most important one to you. Because they all, they all talk about the same subject, basically. So, John, can you please go to your uh, journal section? Of course. The handouts. <clears throat> Patient record. Ulver. Oh, god damn it. Is that how you say his name? Ulver? Ulver Zandales. <laughs> Male. Verizian descent. Okay. Approximate age, 47. Home suspected to be Rosenport, verse 6, County. Committed to Serenith, 4685. Circumstances. Transferred from Frasman Lamentations in Rosenport. Attending Dr. Elige Losandro. Zandalas exhibits complete withdrawal from society and an inability to care for himself in any but the most basic modes. The symptoms of his passive antisociality chronically present as mutism and blankness. Frequent night terrors result in a brief but dramatic nocturnal outbursts, shouting, shaking, fear responses. Zendelis grasps the difference between sleep and wakefulness and typically typically recovers from nightmares quickly. Treatment. Therapy. uh, Anti-psychotic regimen. Observation. Development, 24687. Zandalas proves to be a gifted and prolific artist. He has enthusiastically taken to using a charcoal drawing set to create dramatic but fanciful works of art, typically of surreal architecture and skyscapes. Art calms him in the wake of nightmare. He will be afforded basic supplies to continue such art therapy. Development, 114702. A shift has occurred in Zandalas's art. He has repeatedly almost perfectly illustrated one of the ancient standing stones situated at the northwestern corner of the asylum grounds. As the Isle's shores are off limits to patients, I do not believe he has ever seen the subject of his work. Significance or coincidence of his books uh, require further study. Development. 347.15. Count Hazerton Lowell's has taken an interest in Zendalus. First his art, and now the artist. Lowell's has become a repeat visitor, spending hours with my patient, but he refuses to explain his interest. I think that Lowell's and Zendelas had a thing together, guys. I was a little bit worried on the way you said that. I say that out loud. Yes, that's a joke. 
<laughs> Terror actually does kind of chuckle because of the immediately dark joke. <laughs> but on a serious note, what the fuck? <laughs> As you continue read, uh, you know, basically looking through the paperwork and everything, you see that uh, there is a lot of paperwork over some dollars, and it goes through decades back. Um, you also find a little bit uh, of some treasure if you uh, if you continue looking through it. So you see a tiny lockbox. Um, and okay, wait, never mind. Yeah, it's a tiny lockbox. You have to open that. Someone you want to try to open it? Well, just I have to get point. Someone has to point it out to me. A tiny lockbox. There's a there's a tiny lockbox in here. Do you want to try to open it, Nestle? Okay, I'll try. <laughs> Tries to open the lock, the lock box with one of the keys. Do any of the keys fit? Um, the same key that opened the desk actually opens the lock box. Okay. Inside are forty gold pieces, uh, six pearls worth fifty gold, fifteen gold pieces each. How many pearls? Uh, six. You find a short sword that um, has a weird and almost kind of a cool little texture to it. The pommel of the sword. Okay, so yeah, the the shape of the of the hilt of the sword is shaped as a cardinal, and it's etched with uh, gold, and it bears the name uh, Red Destiny, and the sword is emitting magic. Time for spellcraft. Go ahead and give me a spellcraft check. Fourteen. It is a plus two short sword. You guys mind if I give this a skill, Antonio? You're going to give an item that has... Do we know the name of it? Oh yeah, we did. It's labeled. You're going to give something called Red Destiny to an undead monster. I'm down with that. Cool. I mean, he's just been attacking with his with his bones when he's out close. I mean, fair. Uh, swords are a little too, you know, meh. They're not that cool. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, he, Assad's not being sarcastic. He's just like being very sincere. They're like, eh, cool. They're, they're not that great. I mean, unless you want to nestle. Kenny, is it? How tall is the sword? <laughs> It's a short sword, so it'll be just uh, like a normal sword for him. How much damage does a short sword do, anyways? Well, it does whatever the short sword is, plus two. Um, wait, it does how much a short sword does, plus two? No, you gain a, you gain a plus two because it's magical. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I'm still looking for it, though. Other than that, there really isn't anything else in this room. Anything else you'd like to do? It's almost like this, I wish we were higher level, so that, like it'd be like one of those things that like we can actually, like sees like i don't know can oracles do anything at a higher level where it's like they can like see stuff that has happened in this room beforehand or something like that because i know they can see the future but like can they see the past too actually most actually most of the oracle archetypes or depending on your curse and your mysteries what shows you what has happened or will happen um okay have you learned any of that stuff yet i well, I, my mystery is the mystery of bones. The mysteries be, of what lies beyond the grave. Mm. That's just a way of saying no. So you can tell the past, present, and future if bones are involved. 
No, I can't tell you anything about what Skull Antonio used to be. Other than I think it was a human. <laughs> this is gonna be one of those moments where, like, later on in the campaign, we find out the Skull Antonio was, like, an Asimar or something this whole time. <laughs> it's like, oh, he was actually destined for something else entirely. <laughs> <laughs> or an elf. Or, God forbid, a huge gnome. <laughs> <laughs> the world's tallest gnome. We should probably see about finding him some armor sometime soon, too. You know what we oh really God, should Oh, God, I need to get rid of him now. We need to find some food. We gotta have rations, so. No, not for... Oh, I'm not talking to the team. Not for us. Not for us. Well, yeah. I think it's only been four days. Well, Still. Let's get going. A... What he said. I, uh, I go back out into the hallway. Oh, right, there was a hallway out here. So I leave... Four more doors. Uh, Let's go across the hall. <laughs> Wait, but isn't Skeletonio still carrying the bo the body of that guy? Dragging, yes. Yes, dragging. Don't right, so Skeletonio is like here. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, I go into the door in front of me. I knock on the door like a gentleman. <laughs> you knock on the door like a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm just. Is there anyone in there? You get nothing back. I'm, I'm gonna knock again on the door. And if there's anyone in there, ah. I mean you no harm. I'm coming in. Attack us your at home. your own risk. If this is your home, this is not. I I do not intend to breach your your home. I just want to walk in and find the kitchen. I walk inside. Takes out his rapier. Yeah. Another library. It's not a library. Well, it's not this is a library until you told me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kitchen. Oh, hell yeah! It is not the kitchen. God damn it. Fucking hell. <laughs> I was say, it looks like a really weird kitchen. <laughs> is this the dining hall? Mm, My ex no. has locker room. <laughs> this looks like a locker room. I see benches and lockers. Okay, so, as you walk in, uh, you see uh, the room here is it's completely littered with junk and you see cubbies up against uh like each little section of what you see the woods are actually shelves and they're all cubbies and so they all they all hold uh stuff in there but it looks like someone has been in this room and completely ransacked it so this is basically like the storage room for personal effects so if you were admitted here um, they'll take all your personal belongings and keep it in this room. Basically until the hospital, uh, cleared you from your illness and, uh, sent you back home. Then you would come back here and retrieve your personal items. Um, perception check for anything important. You guys want to do that too? Yeah, sure. Perception check for important shit. Oh, I guess you can. I rolled an 18, by the way. This is not that roll. I got a 21. Okay, um, let's uh, continue walking around. You don't really see anything of importance. Where are y'all searching? I'm searching the cubbies. Okay, uh, which one are you searching? I'll start with this one right here by the door if okay. Nestle isn't going to start there. Uh, I will start on the right side. I will go all the way to the back and search backwards. Okay. 
<clears throat> I don't know how you don't let me go all the way back there. That must be a monster. As soon as you get there and you turn the corner, you see a man in yellow robes. Of course I do. And he swings to attack you. Oh, God. He has to sneak around on us. Yeah, almost it? like he wouldn't have done that if you wouldn't have knocked. No, don't knock. Either way, we're getting attacked. Yeah, it's fine. I get it. And now uh, there's another guy back here. Oh, of course there's more than one of them. But I didn't see that one, David. You didn't have to say that. That's true. Wait, so there's okay, two men... Okay, you don't see him back there. Is there, is there two <laughs> men in tattered robes, technically, then? There's two men in yellow robes. And oh, they're not he tattered. goes to attack you. So, John, this is against your flat-footed AC... Hey, I see my flat-footed AC, but I'm am curious. Underneath of it, it says FCMD. What is that? Flat-footed CM, uh, combat maneuver defensive. Oh uh, yeah. No. Oh, okay. Okay. So that is a twelve. Nope. Oh man, that didn't, didn't work. <laughs> Does he say that out loud? <laughs> Probably. Okay. Well, then you saw him swing, and right in the last second, you I guess like step to the side, and he his crowbar just hits the floor right in front of me. He has oh, a shit. crowbar. What yeah. is up with these fucking crowbars? Uh, then that roll for initiative, guys. I rolled a nineteen initiative. Minus sixteen. Sorry. What? What? 13 and 24. Oh. Minus 16 because I didn't add my bonus. Oh, uh, Skeletonio goes first. Oh my god. He always goes first. <laughs> He's too good. He feels it in his bones. <laughs> he always does. Hey man. He's a well-oiled skeleton, right? Because he, he can never make a creak. Good news is he's not armed with the crossbow at the moment. Oh, he has a new weapon. Yes. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, right there will be fine. How fast is Skeletonio? Like, in fiction, just thinking about it, this guy just like sneak attacks me with a crowbar, and then Skeletonio just like drops this guy and just like, <laughs> goes over there and like pulls a sword out of him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a beast. Does 19 hit? Uh, yes. I would hope so. Lost Guy's AC was only 15. Three damage. Oof. Okay, so. It lifts up its sword, and it aims it at Assad. And then it looks at you. It goes like, this one, right? You want you want me to hit this one? No, no, the other one. Oh, okay. The and one in the yellow. Swings at the one in the yellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's like watching Rocket deal with Groot. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what this is. Into <laughs> <laughs> it. We did add a plus two, right? Because it is a plus two sword. Yes. Okay. Oh right. I'm supposed to add uh, strength to the attack roll. Mm -hmm. Oh, I couldn't imagine. And to, being very I'm high. supposed to add strength to the damage. Five damage. Five damage. Okay. I forgot about strength. How strong is your fucking skeleton? He's got a strength of fifteen. 
And a plus uh -huh. two sword. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, he can use the sword. <laughs> uh-huh. Asada's very jealous right now. <laughs> okay. So now it's Punch's turn. My turn, cool. Um, I see Skeletonio bring the sword down on this guy, and I, I can see the amount of strength that he clearly wields. And I look at Skeletonio very quickly, and then back at Karagor. This is all happening very quickly. And as I do that, I also punch the guy in front of me. Unarmed strike. I try to, uh, I, I hit him with, I just hit him with my fist. But very confused, because this is all happening at once. Does a 12, ah, oh, goddammit, a 12 doesn't hit. 12 does not hit. After that, it is going to be the man in yellow's turn. I wish John did but something more. <laughs> I have more things. Oh, I have combat maneuver shit. Combat stuff. Hold on, let's see what I got for this. Do your thing, do your thing. I'm, I'm paying attention. This one's gonna raise up its crossbow and hit uh, Skeletonio. In that, what the crap is that? Wait, crossbow? Uh, I'm sorry, did I say cross? A cr crowbar. A 13. Does not hit. His AC is 14. Okay. Then, the other man in yellow walks up, steps in. Which, and... by the way, to answer their question, Karagor is just like, it's a skeleton, you simpleton! <laughs> and this one uh, takes his crow, uh, crowbar and tries to hit Skeletonia. Ooh, okay. That is definitely a hit because that's not 14 on the die. So, plus whatever they have, that's a hit. And crowbar. Ooh. Five points of damage to Skeletonia. Now it is Blue's turn. Okay. Well, seeing that I can't really get past Skeletonia, you know, I'm going to have to do some risky stuff. And I am going to try to climb the try to climb whatever this is. Okay, it is unsteady, so give me a climb check. That was a DC 15. DC 15. All right. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> okay. As you try to put your feet on one of the cubby holes, the uh, it breaks, and so you fall back. I'll move a little bit forward, and that's it. That's my action. Okay. Karagor, it is your turn. Cool, cool. So I'm gonna go here and use my uh, touch of death on a Skeletonio. Okay. Who heals seven points of damage? <laughs> God, okay. Why won't you just let me kill him? <laughs> it's either him or one of y'all. Okay, so now it is Skeletonio's turn again. Skeletonio actually gets to do things! Does a 14 hit? Uh, does not hit. Okay. Anything else you like to do as your move action? Or is Five foot step. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's actually not that bad of an idea. Um, it is now gonna be... Puncher's turn. Alright, cool. So, uh, with my Pugnacious ability, I get a plus one bonus on attack rolls when I'm threatened by two or more enemies. So that's great. I am going to use a move action to uh, get an ability. I want to use a bleeding attack. When I damage an opponent with an unarmed strike, I may deal an extra 1d4 bleed damage. Alright, so I am going to strike the guy that is in front of me. No, wait. 
the, yeah, the guy who's been attacking me this whole time. I'm going to... So he's around the, like, little cubby right in front of me. Mm-hmm. I want to attempt to, like, do, like, a left hook on him and just hit him, like, right in the ribs. That sounds... That'll be pleasant. Okay, go for it. 21. Oh, that is a hit. Oh, yeah. Alright, so... The, um... Why kick a man when he's down? Uh, why not kick a man when he's down? You heard that, guys. John likes to kick men when they're down. I don't know Seven damage what total. to say to that. Shit! Oh my okay. god. That's not a lot of damage. I've dealt more before. Can I at least have... Can I at least try to kill one of y'all? Can you at Hell least give me no. that? Is this already getting to the point of players versus DM? Hey, you know what? As soon as it, when I when I get this guy right in the rib, because I did do I did make him bleed. I I look back at Karagor and I look at Skeletonio and I go, "Look, made him bleed with my fist." Nice. <laughs> is actually thinking that's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, but Karagor doesn't know that he's only doing this because he's jealous of the fact that Skeletonio is so goddamn strong for being a skeleton. <laughs> for having no muscles. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I don't know what that means, David. That <laughs> <laughs> means someone just critted. Okay, so the one that's going to be hitting uh, John is going to try to see if he can confirm a crit. Oh, of course he does. Okay. I can go for Skeletonio, but... Don is making that impossible. Oh, shit. No, okay. you didn't confirm it, did you? I'm guessing a 15 does not confirm. Oh, it has to hit my AC? Uh, yes. Barely, but no. Okay, so at, at least it does a... Okay. 26. Uh, okay, max damage at least. So that's 8. 8 damage? Yes. Okay, oh. Blue, you need to get, like, right in front of Karagor so that Karagor can just heal, 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 All right, heal. let's do it. <laughs> Next one is going to attack Skeletonio. Uh, uh, close, but not too close to a crit. Uh, 19, so that's a hit. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. Would be a crit if, if he had a short sword. Oh, God. Okay, so that is... Uh, close to max damage, a seven. It is now Blue's turn. All right, I'm gonna move from here to here to here to here. So that should not so create ten an feet. attack. Yeah, ten feet. But I, that should not create an attack of opportunity. So no. Well, I don't. I don't like how this guy has been hitting uh, Skelly Antonio. So I'm going to try to hit him. Uh. Yay, one of my friends likes my minion. <laughs> Alright, I will. I like how in the other episodes you're like, Oh, just kill Skeletonio, he's a freaking skeleton. Now that I'm trying to kill him, you're like, We gotta protect Skeletonio! No one's actually trying to protect him except for er, Blue and Church. I'm just jealous of him at this point. <laughs> yeah, he's just jealous. Okay, so uh, punch is like, gosh, I hope he dies. I can get that sword. I think I will use inspiration, and I will attack this one. So I'm rolling to attack. That uses up two of your inspirations, correct? Yes, that is two of my inspiration. How many do you have left? One more. 
Oh yeah, I can use them on. Wow, I, I didn't I didn't know. I can use them on knowledge, linguistics, spellcraft without the point. Without using a point. <laughs> oh, and you've been using them on them? I have not. <laughs> I haven't been using them at all because I didn't know. Anyways, so I'm gonna roll to attack and add the other one to it. So it's three, and then plus the one d six. Well, that's a nat 20. Okay, uh, roll to confirm. Same roll with yeah. the 1d6 or no? Same, uh, yeah, you add the same stuff to it. Well, that does not confirm. Uh, and that does not confirm. I think you're the only one that has rolled the most 20s, but haven't actually been able to get one out. Yeah. But it does hit. Yeah, so I will deal damage. Let's see, 1d6 plus 5. Okay, next it is Church's turn. Sweet, sweet. So, um, yeah, Asad's not looking all that hurt from getting mm, hit with no. a crowbar. I'm but still, Antonio is looking seriously hurt. Can you mm -hmm. heal from here? Yeah, he's within range of me touching him. Oh. No, the bookshelves are blocking you. I mean, the copies are blocking you. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Goodbye, friend. <laughs> Let's see, what all spells are there that have range? Actually, you know what? I'm gonna bring back a spell I haven't done in a little bit. Okay. One that really, really annoyed David. Okay. Summon Nita will save from the one that just hurt, uh, Asad. Okay. That's one in front of Asad. Okay, and you said do a what save? Will. Well, oh, what is their well? Oh, okay, that's not the best one they have. Okay, well, mm, okay I'll roll it. Uh, okay, seven, eighteen. Okay, he passes. He does okay. not have to try to kill his friend. <laughs> okay, it is Skeletonio's turn. Okay, so um. Yeah, he's gonna head, go ahead and attack this guy again. Cool. Fourteen again. Not it. Okay. After that, it is. Oh, is he gonna do a move action? I'm guessing not. Are you no. Okay. okay. So punch. It is your turn. All right. Um. There's no way for me to ask you how bad do these guys look, right? <laughs> um. The one in front of you looks pretty bad. What about the one to the left of me? Uh, you can't really tell. The one's closer to Skeletonium. Can't really tell. I feel like at this point I can probably take a hit from the guy in front of me. So I'm gonna try and see if I can help out at all with the other motherfucker. I feel like if I antagonize him, he'll take his eyes off of Skeletonium, so. I'm gonna attempt that. Alright, David, I'm gonna roll against your a DC that is equal to 10 plus your hit dice plus your wisdom modifier. Okay. All right, motherfucker, you right here is, uh, uh, you, uh, you right here, motherfucker, I can't, I can't, uh, I'm not real. okay, I, John Venegas, I'm not good at trash talking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, I heard your mom, like, doesn't cook her food properly. Oh! <laughs> hey, yo, hey, hey, you right here, motherfucker, attacking my bro right here, my skello bro. How about you? How about, <laughs> bro. How about you pick on somebody with enough strength to deal with you? 
as like a backhanded, you know what I mean, like backhanded compliment. Like he's trying to be, he's trying to both insult and compliment the person he's defending. All right, now let's see how bad that was. God damn it, seven didn't work. Uh, now he turns to Wrangles like, <laughs> dude, I'm pretty sure this guy hits harder than his pinky than you do with your whole body. Mm. Well, that was a standard action. Did I take action. up a standard action? That was a standard action. So that kind of sucks. Can I use? Can I pick something up for a uh, for a uh, move action or no? Um, I want to get my shield. Picking stuff up is a. Wait, what? Did you throw it on the floor or something? No, I just or don't are you have trying it. to? I just don't have it equipped. It's just like not. If on... you're draw, yeah. If you're gonna draw your shield, that's a move action. That's a move action. Yep. I draw my shield. Does that not create an attack of opportunity? The antagonized definitely does not. I will tell you that. It says in the description. I hit Nestle. Okay, so that's a 18. Pretty sure that's a hit. Wait, wait. You said 18? Yeah. No. What do you mean, no? How does that not hit? If the AC is higher, that's how it doesn't hit. I'm confused how your AC is that high. <laughs> ah, my size. <laughs> Shit! I can't. I don't think I can hit you unless I roll like a 19 on the die. Then you have to <laughs> 19 on the die. Wait, you have to add bonus to hit 19. Did you do that? No, I think I have to roll like a 19 on the die. Maybe I didn't. I did not roll 19, but okay. Next one is going to John. Probably hit his freaking 30 or something. My AC is still lower than Nestle's, even with my shield, which I now have up. How? Because I used a move action 20. to get it up. Okay, it, that okay, so that hits me. That's fine. Confirm. <laughs> Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> I was doing the Jontron motion, uh, if that wasn't obvious. Okay. Eighteen on you. Cut. Yes, it hits me. Oh god, two d six. Eleven. Damage. Eleven damage? Yes. Uh that's a that's an that's a significant amount of damage. I thought you said you can take a hit. I can take a hit. Not that much of a hit, but you know. Well, eleven damage. Do I still have the Nestle has total? <laughs> <laughs> how many how much health do you have? Uh you have seventeen. Uh almost. <laughs> oh, You're off my two. Oh my god, how do you have so much HP? How do you guys have so much? When you did this happen? You gave us HP! You gave us HP I'm like- I'm confused, I don't know when all this happened. You're like, the Strange Eons campaign- You really campaign. did give us HP. You're like, Strange Eons is a really tough campaign, here's some extra health. Can I take that away? <laughs> you can't after the session. Don't kill me here and now. <laughs> okay, it is Blue's turn. Okay, I will attack this one. Which one? The one in front of me? The one in front of me. Alright, go Also, for my it. con is pretty high, so... Plus three. So I got plus one to my shield, plus three comes in my armor. Wait, plus you two have your shield drawn? Yeah. I always have my shield up. I... Hmm... Don't recall you saying that, but okay. Oh, okay. You're just salty because he just... Because you just can't <laughs> hit him. <laughs> like, I... I when we started Don't tell me how, 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 how I feel. <laughs> When we start, well, you told me how I felt earlier. You can control my character's emotions. I can I'm control the DM. yours. I can do anything I want. You know what? 
three more guys appear behind you. <laughs> Shit talking me. Alright, uh, did I hit him or no? Oh shit, what, 14 does not hit. No, that's not hit? Okay, good. and for my... I will take a five foot step. Right here. It is now Karagor's turn. Guess what time it is? Adventure time? It's David's not having fun anymore time. You're the DM, you're not supposed to have fun! <laughs> 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 wait, wait, can I actually move to right here now? Yeah. Uh, sure. It's safe time! But you current attack of opportunity from punch. <laughs> no. From punch. From, from punch. punch. <laughs> from punch. The DM's from... like, yeah, so he's in a he's in a blind rage right now. Everyone is a target. <laughs> <laughs> is that hit? Seven which one are you hitting? Skeletonia. <laughs> this guy. Uh that is a hit. Five damage. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, okay, nice. that's uh, that's some damage. Oops, opened the wrong brick. Okay, so yep, five damage. Now it is Skeletonio's turn. Let's see if I can get higher than a fourteen. Just don't kill my guy. Let me kill. Yes, that's a hit. I just I just want one more hit. Let me just do one more hit. Nine damage. This guy. You did. It's on the. He has one HP left. Oh, of course he is. So, John, it is, it's your turn. I sneeze on him. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know where this is going. Uh, knowing you, you, you roll, your rolls are like up and down. I, I don't know if you actually are going to hit or not, but go for this it. 23 hit? Uh, and you're hitting this one, right? Oh, the one, the one down here? No, the one that has one HP. The, this one right here, right? The one right there? <laughs> uh, so this one right here, the one that uh, Karagor just hit. And I uh, tap him on the head. and fucking dies. <laughs> oh, no, better yet. I I poke him forward. <laughs> and then I look at, I look at, I look at Karagor. That's how much strength I have. <laughs> <laughs> fully, knowing fully well that you guys handled it, but <laughs> well, this guy takes a five foot step down here. Mm-hmm. It swings a Skeletonio. Shit! It's lower than fourteen, isn't it? It's an eight. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious me. Oh, shit, I forgot. It technically wasn't his turn. It technically wasn't your turn, Punch. Oh, no. Whose turn was it? It was my yellow guy in the robe. The one that I killed or the other one? The other one. Okay, well, go ahead and let him try to Oh, wait, never mind. Okay. Yeah, now it is. Okay. So then you're... No, wait, never mind. I'm wrong. I, I was thinking about last combat. Uh, no, yeah, everything's okay. It is, uh... It's Blue's turn. I just need y'all all to row lower than a 15. And I got someone dead. Okay, I will swing at him again. Okay. Or the new one. And that is a crit. And that does not confirm. Okay. It does not confirm. That's my damage. Six. Doesn't look like he'll be standing for much longer, but he is standing. It is now Church's turn. Let's see if I can kill this one too. That's a miss. 
That is a miss. Okay, that's good. That's good. Now, it is now Skeletonio's turn. Again. So I, just, I need him to miss, and then I need Punch to miss. That's a miss. That's good. That's, that's good. Uh, punch, it is your turn. My turn? Oh, yes. cool. My turn. If you don't miss, John, I will kill your character. I'm really scared. I really hope I get this. Oh, come on! It's loading! Are you literally gonna leave me in suspense right I, now? I can't! I literally... Like, I'll take a picture of the fucking thing just rolling the dice. Okay, guys, then we'll wait until next time, then. No, this is not... <laughs> <laughs> this is not a good place to put this. There it is, 17. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> oh. What's your strength modifier? Plus four. He's dead. <laughs> I got him. I got him. Uh, he also takes 1d4 bleed damage. Oh, no, he doesn't. No, 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 he doesn't. Never mind. <laughs> oh, they're dead. Dead, 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 dead. dead, dead. Well, no, they're dying. Are they both dying? Yeah. Can we try to stabilize them? If you want. <laughs> we just got to carry around three guys in robes? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You know what? I was going to doubt how much weight that Skeletonio could lift, but now I'm starting to think this is manageable for him. Gargoyle's <laughs> <laughs> just, no, we only need one. They're all the same anyways. Uh, Skeletonio kneels down and starts chewing on the guy's leg. <laughs> do they have name tags? Uh, no. David, do they Wait, hold tags? on, hold on, hold on. Hey guys, what about the kid's brother? Does he have something to do with that? Wait, what? What about the kid's brother? The kid's brother, don't you have to find him? Yeah, I mean, that was the plan, wasn't it? We're, we're all... That's like... We're, we're doing all these things together. Well, I, I don't want to point anything out because we don't know anything, but... Are you sure we uh, should leave these guys dead what if what if one of them could be, end up being the kid's brother oh shoot i didn't think of the brother was one of the adults what about did we kill anybody yeah i killed a lot of people well i don't no. need to hear i don't need to hear this from you god <laughs> no all we killed was the rat well i don't think that the rat is the kid's brother <laughs> <laughs> you killed the two yellow rope men and they uh Oh no shit, y'all didn't. They were already dead. No. No. All you killed was the pick the pickle punks, uh some dire rats and some ratlings, uh swarm of rats, a a nurse, and I think that's it. Oh, and the uh, mirror guy. I don't yeah, think that guy was the kid's brother. Yeah. No. Hey, that guy was I, definitely oh, the kid's can I brother. Do can I do a, um, what would it be, like, perception check to see if this, if the kid looks like he might be related to them? Okay, go for it. Okay, uh, it well, we'll all do one, I guess. Did you remember, yeah, you remember what the kid looks like. Also, you have some information from the, from the, uh, thing also, so there's that in your favor, at least. Oh, well. Eight. God damn it. Oh, I rolled high enough, I think. I don't know. He might have made the DC like a 40 or something, knowing him. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, knowing him. I mean, you can't really tell. We can we can kill him now, guys. <laughs> he said he's like we can't tell, so well, both of us no, can't tell. So... <laughs> I mean, it's not like you're doctors or anything. One of us is an investigator, though. I guess true, but no, you don't think you do not think one of these is his brother. Well, I feel bad for them, but I mean, they did to hack us out of the blue. Well, I mean, I did walk into their home. 
To be fair, I probably shouldn't have announced that I was going in there. Well, we, we said we meant no harm, but then they just started to attack us. I guess that makes sense. So I looked up, um, Verizians, the people that, uh, what's-his-face is considered? I'm pretty sure they're Romani. Romanians? Yeah, they are definitely Romani people. Who? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Zendalos? Zendalos is Romani. Like... You know, like, if I said that Assad was Middle Eastern, then, then um, what's-his-face is Romani. Can I ask, how does that help you in your investigation? It doesn't help me in my investigation, but now I know when I see a man who would be described in our in our world derogatorily as a gypsy, I would know exactly who I'm looking at. One of these guys look like a gypsy. Okay, well, David, you just used a derogatory term, <laughs> which I literally just said it was, so... <laughs> it's, uh, anything... Okay, other than that, there's nothing else in this room. Uh, I feel really bad, and even though they try to kill us, I kind of want to try and stabilize them. We're not, I mean, like, it's, the thing is, though, is that we're not trying to kill them, we're just, that was entirely out of self-defense. I know, but, I mean, we can't just leave them to die. No, I understand what you mean. I feel like this is a conversation that would have made sense in character, too. <laughs> yeah, so, can I do a heal check, or no? I tried to help, and I rolled a one, so you tell me. You opened up one of their wounds, and they start bleeding out. That's all. I think I accidentally opened this one up. <laughs> help! Help! Alright, well, I'm going to do the other one, and I oh, also... We accidentally killed them! <laughs> yeah, they, uh... You try to help them out, and unless Karagor or one of y'all use up a healing spell, they're gonna die. Well, it'd be up to Karagor. Karagor. We only need one. But no, <laughs> that's not the point. Well, I tried. And what is the point? Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. And so they slowly but definitely bleed out and die. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know how to, that was a very unfortunate I mean, thing. they were, they were gonna die anyways. Hey, you know what's funny? This whole situation. It, no, well, I just I just really quickly looked up uh, Sarah and Ray to see if um there's any like to see like what would be an appropriate thing to respond to this, um, from a religious perspective, and apparently worshippers of Sarah and Ray are redeemed evildoers also some of them, so it, I think I just think that's funny like just from the whole don't thing. start trying to fucking redeem Karagor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to. I'll, I'm not trying to proselytize. Look, church, I'm not trying to proselytize, but... <laughs> but have you heard the good word? <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Um, anywhere else you'd like to go? Well, we've got one more door. Oh, right. We've got perception checks. Uh, oh, I already said there was something in here. Oh, okay. It's all been ransacked. Which door would you like to go through? The one that's the one that's right behind oh, me. Oh, hang on, Assad. Wand of Cure Light Wounds. Ooh. You heal seven. So on this door, do you want to knock on it? Fuck that. That didn't end well last time. Okay. As you try to open it, the door opens slightly, but doesn't want to open anymore. A crowbar time. Wait a minute. Doesn't doesn't uh, Skellington have the highest strength out of all of us? I had the highest strength out of all of y'all. Fuck fuck Skeletonio. Oh, okay. Sure. So jelly. Twenty six. I have jelly. I I have jelly. Well, he's using my crowbar, I guess. You push the door open with the crowbar, and rocks almost hit you. It's just a collapsed room. You 
you give us so I fucking hate you, David. You put so much like, oh man, this is gonna be a big thing. It's a fucking rock room. Yeah. There's some pretty nice rocks in here. Uh there's some big rocks, some uh, small rocks, some rocks that are shaped like uh donuts. Others that are shaped like if you put it at the right angle, kinda looks like Karagor. <laughs> Wait, is this a doppelganger? Doppelganger rock gold. Don't homebrew monsters, David! <laughs> there is nothing else in here. Oh. At all? No. What room was this? Does, does it tell... Does, do we know? C-15. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Not again. <laughs> this was also a record room. Okay, guys. Let's just continue. Yeah. On to the next door. Next door it is. I'm gonna zoom out really quick and see how big this goddamn place is. I have a good feeling about this one. This place is actually pretty big, yeah. Yeah, we we have not explored most of this. What do you do at this door? I... This is this is tough. Because, like, whatever I say, the opposite is a good idea. <laughs> I will do something that we've never done you before. Let, okay. Uh, uh, <gasps> Wait, I want to hear what, what, what Justin wants to do. He's never done before. I will check to see if there are traps on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Perception check. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do I see about this door? Okay. As you absor- absorb the door, um, you start looking at it to see if there's any kind of wires or any kind of weird hinges on there that would resemble it being trapped. But you don't find any anything like that. You do notice something extremely strange. And that is... um. You do not know how you saw that, but from the top of the door, you see a red viscous liquid dripping from the top of the door, and it slowly slides down to the bottom. Uh... And then you look onto the other side, and you see the same thing. And you kind of can conclude the door is bleeding. Okay, well, what I do first is I back up. (laughs) And then you start hearing banging on the other side of the door. Not hard banging, but just like a... It's more like a light foreplay. Oh, God. (laughs) You know what? Until next time. (laughs) Wow. We had to end it early because of you, John.